Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Roar, growl, snarl, bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast where the game's afoot. Except not, because the game's dead has been in the dirt for millions of years. Very exciting stuff. <laughs> My name's Matthew Donald, and each episode I and a rotating set of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, I'm once again joined by very famed dinosaur connoisseur, obviously, Christina Eiler. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> And I'm joined by the guy who couldn't give two craps about dinosaurs, our Christina's husband, Jake Chapman. Uh-huh. <laughs> as long as they're... What, what, what's fossilized crap called again? Fossil... Oh, uh, coprolites. So I don't give two coprolites. So. Yes, exactly. That's, that's oh, always man, a good joke oh, to do. You are holding a dinosaur, though, and she looks very relaxed. Look at She's her. She's a happy little cute dinosaur. She is. Aww. Little Lyra the cockatiel. <laughs> Unofficial mascot of the podcast. Why unofficial? Okay, fine, official. Well, who cares? I don't we know. I can make her a bad. I just haven't signed any papers yet. Okay. <laughs> I'll write you something up later. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Write me a legal document making her the official mascot of the podcast. We'll get it notarized. I'll get her a little plaque yes, for I'll her get page. get it laminated, yeah, yeah and give her a little badge to wear around her neck, yeah. That'll be perfect. <laughs> okay. So last time you were on, we asked you what your favorite dinosaur was and what your favorite dinosaur movie was. Let's go a little bit different. What is your... Least favorite dinosaur movie. <laughs> like one that scares you, I guess. Mine was the one that did. Or one you think is dumb. One of the recent dinosaur ones where all I remember was the flood in the valley and you didn't. The di- it was cartoon. Oh, the good dinosaur. The good dinosaur. Uh, I remember you saying you didn't like that one. I thought it was too sad. I was too crying sad. the whole movie. Yeah, it's, I've never seen it. It, it didn't was, look appealing to me. I mean, but. it's not objectively a bad movie. It's just I'm a real big softy, and yeah, no, I, I remember I saw the trailers and I thought that the the main dinosaur just looked so weird, weird, but weird, but also like I felt so sorry for like him. Pathetic. Yeah, like, like pathetic. Like you, he always looked like he was just about to burst into tears. I was bursting oh. into tears the whole entire movie. Well, and also I didn't like the fact that, that the dinosaurs looked so cartoony, but the world, the environment, looked so realistic. Like, that was so cool how realistic the environment looked, but it just created such a weird contrast between oh, yeah. that and the dinosaurs. I don't know where they were going with that, but yeah, yeah it was definitely off-putting. Yeah, like, you're Pixar. You can, like, figure out a way to make the dinosaurs look more realistic while still anthropomorphizing them enough to make them... Appealing. Appealing, yeah. I get yeah. it. They have to be cartoony a little, but don't make them that cartoony when the world is that realistic looking. So. Well, I'll go with that, just because it was 
Very sad. Yeah. And a lot of people don't cite that as probably their least favorite Pixar movie other than, like, Cars 2, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen it, so I wouldn't know. Uh, wow, Lyra's asleep, basically. <laughs> you are a cockatiel whisperer. Or, like, you've soothed her. You're like a, a cocktail charmer. That's the word I'm looking for. There you go. That's why I keep him around. He's very calming. Dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> There's a place in France where the something something dinosaur. <laughs> where a T-Rex likes to prance. Come on. You didn't know that uh, line? Oh, oh, right. Because yeah, as we all know, T-Rexes are from France. I mean, all they can do is dance with their feet. They can't do anything with their hands. That's true. They could bob their heads they pretty good, though. Jazz hands? Yeah, they can do jazz oh, hands. Oh, seriously. <laughs> oh yes, sorry. Yeah, we need to take this seriously. When a T Rex dances, it does it with its. It's a. It's obviously an, a river dancer. Obviously, oh, this is serious, guys. <laughs> so, what's your least favorite then? That the good dinosaur. Oh, the good dinosaur. Yeah, that, that's, just, that. okay. that's the one. Yeah, I think mine is probably those old, old, old ones where. They uh, have the cavemen fighting them. And I'm talking like the ones that are so old, they don't even use stop motion. They use just like iguanas and superpose them to make them oh, look big. Yeah. I've never seen one of those before. Yeah, like the very first one million years BC is like that. They have a mammoth that's clearly just an Asian elephant that they put stuff on. Interesting. <laughs> Pretty hilarious. Yeah. Uh, hey, they're doing the best they can with yeah, what they Yeah, I'm have. sure they are. I mean, I don't know, though. If it's after King Kong, which you stop motion, then I don't think they are doing the best they can. True, and I'm a huge... I'm a huge fan of stop motion, so I'm yeah. like, why not use stop motion? Yeah, exactly. It was like, the best thing at the time. It was the one foot out. But I feel like that'd be funny to watch, like, a giant iguana, like, fighting people. And then you see people run away. It and, just sounds and, funny. And, like, the scale is clearly all wrong. Like, you can see the iguana, iguana crawling past miniature rocks or whatever <laughs> to make it look big. But they, you never see it right next to the, the caveman, so you can tell it's all... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not quite the perspective tricks of Lord of the Rings where they make the hobbits all look small even though they're played by very tall actors for the most part. So. Oh, are they really? Yeah, well, John Rhys Davis, who played Gimli the Dwarf, is actually the tallest member of the Fellowship. Oh, interesting. Huh? Yeah. You've, seen, you've seen Indiana Jones, right? Yeah. He's the big uh, Egyptian guy, Salah or whatever his name oh, is. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the same actor. So. Okay. Huh? We're yeah. full of fun facts here on this podcast. Yeah, not all of them all about dinosaurs. Hey. <laughs> so, well, my glasses are smudged in one... On one eyelid, I don't know if... It's because it's not armored. Yeah, that's true. If you want to know about that, <laughs> listen to the last episode you're on. We are talking about the fused lizard and kylosaurus. But this this week we are talking about not a dinosaur, but something far grosser. Oh. Uh, speaking of arthropods... Um, I'm cringing already because I know which one we're going to talk about. Yep, we're talking... I wasn't warned. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to tell you before which one we're talking about today. Um, Surprise. We're, we're talking about uh, arthropleura, jointed ribs is what that means. It is uh, a really, really big-ass millipede from the Carboniferous period. We'll get to it. Okay, so it's from... It's a millipede, yep. It's thirteen up to 13 feet long, uh, It which is almost four meters, and it can weigh up to 1,000 pounds or oh 500 kilograms. So, like... It could eat you, but it won't. Well, we'll yeah. Get to that later. But yeah, 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 but it's an herbivore, so as I mentioned here, so it won't eat you, but. But it, it could it, by size. I think that it has little pincers, so it could give you a, still a bite. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So, uh, so, yeah, it lived in the late Carboniferous, 315 to 299 million years ago, so this is before dinosaurs, just in case anyone. Uh, is concerned. So you you know Triassic, Jurassic, Cretaceous, right? Those three periods. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was in that order from earliest to latest. 
Well, before the uh, uh, Triassic, there was Permian, and before Permian, there was Carboniferous, which is what this one is. So. Oh, okay, gotcha. So let's see if I, let's see if I can do it. There's Precambrian and Cambrian, Ordovician, Silurian, Devonian. I've lost track. <laughs> <laughs> Devonian. Uh, what's next? Oh my god! Oh, everyone's screaming at me. All the paleo nerds. Carboniferous. I just talked about it. Carboniferous. Carboniferous, Permian, Triassic, and Jurassic, and Cretaceous, and Tertiary, Quaternary, and all those little epochs. And that's the periods. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> Lovely singing voice. Oh, Lovely. thank you. I try. I should, I should quit this and become a singer. <laughs> quit yes. my day job. And yes. Be a pop idol, right? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so we found these fossils uh, based on my research in Canada and in Scotland, which shows, I guess, how different the world looked back then, how close these were back back in that time period. Not true. It was described in 1854, and its only pop culture appearance I could find is in Walking with Monsters, one of the uh, spinoffs of Walking with Dinosaurs, where it goes to uh, other time periods in mm-hmm. Earth's history, so... Well, appropriately named. Yeah, exactly. Come on, this thing is like the creepiest thing ever. Like, just is even the, the name. That's the one where like, they show it rearing up, right? Yeah, I'll, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'll get to it. Yeah. Oh my oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, give me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> so, back in the Carboniferous period, the Earth's atmosphere had the highest oxygen content of any. Hi, Lyra. I guess you have a lot to contribute, don't you? <laughs> had the highest oxygen content of any point in, in history, up to 35% compared to 21% today. The rest is mostly night. Yeah, basically. <laughs> the rest is mostly nitrogen and a small variety of other gases. This happened because of the sudden influx of forests, which only started to evolve less than 100 million years earlier. And uh, plants have been around for longer, but forests, like big trees, those were only starting to come up like less than 100 million years earlier. Oh, but wait. So you're saying if like somehow we re- like introduce more forests into our planet, we would have more oxygen and technically mm-hmm. even like all of us could get bigger? I don't know about all of us, but uh, I I don't know, possibly. Well, because of what happened, well, it was a combination of a bunch of things, but, like, the oxygen, like, because, you know, plants, like, the opposite of animals, they breathe in oxygen, they breathe in carbon dioxide and breathe out oxygen. Right. So, yeah, before the plants, there was so much more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, like, it was, uh, yeah, you'd have to, if you time travel, you'd have to bring your own air, so. Mm. I think I actually showed you a, uh, documentary the one with nigel marvin where he went diving with all the prehistoric sea monsters did i show you that one i think i'm, I'm not right. sure yeah because one of the first times he went back to the ordovician period which was the second earliest one well, well actually no we won't get into it but <laughs> uh and there were no plants so he had to like go constantly get like an air tank go oh to, gotcha. to add realism to it i like that kind of detail huh. <laughs> anyways uh, yeah, so if we planned a lot more plants, there probably would be more oxygen, but there'd have to be a lot of plants. Because as well as, you know, these plants, you know, being new, they also weren't being eaten. There wasn't anything big oh. enough to eat all of them back then. Gotcha. Like, some they were some of the smaller ones were eaten, of course, but, like, there weren't, like, big browsers. Like, there were no elephants or long-necked dinosaurs or anything like that. So. This is a really good time for plants, then. Basically. Yeah. And with all this oxygen, arthropods could grow a heck of a lot bigger than than they could today. Now, I think you're right though that a lot of, a lot of animals would get bigger. I think it's because it creates like a sense of buoyancy or something, and like or no, oxygen is more oxygen is good for muscles. Right. So you you means you need the muscles you have become stronger. So it'd be like bigger, faster, stronger. Basically, better. yeah. So superhuman. Basically. Uh, 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But arthropods in particular were affected by this because they breathe through specialized, I think they're called book lungs, that absorb oxygen from the air rather than breathing it in. They kind of like, just like an air vent, you know, it just kind of just goes in. Which is really also kind of creepy, too. That just adds to the creep factor. Yeah, arthropods are just weird, man. <laughs> but see, this has a limited intake. Uh, and so they really depend on how much oxygen there is in the air. And since there was a lot, they could get a lot bigger. In other words, the Carboniferous period was my personal hell. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how, how, who would be happy during this? I guess people that study those entomologists, kind of, yes. the, the the bug people, bug nerds. Not to be confused with etymology, which is the origin of a word. Yes. <laughs> so, so, all right. So, uh, yeah, but would they be happy? I mean, do you really want to study a bug that's like, what do you, well, thousand pounds, something like that? I don't know. But there was also spider-like creatures the size of your head. But that exists now, doesn't it? Uh, does it? Yeah, well, we have, like, uh, the ones in Australia, the, like, bird-eating spiders, aren't those, like... Well, those are ca- those count the legs. Oh, just the body? This is just the head? body. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. Dragonflies the size of eagles. Which, that, that might be okay. Th- like, like, stretch your arm out like mm-hmm. this. That's how long their wingspan was. Three feet. But they're not really, like, threatening to me. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It might be annoying, though. Yeah. I wouldn't want them crawling on me. Oh, yeah, okay. Scorpions the size of cats. Ugh. So. Okay, okay. And, oh yeah, what this... What would you fight that with? Like, it, let's say we, like, a went back really time, like... A really big stick. <laughs> like... <laughs> and you gotta... Actually, no, it has the exoskeleton, so I don't know. You have a really big sharpened stick and just spear the like mother effort. Like a giant axe or something. <laughs> just chop its tail off and then chop its head off, which might not even kill it knowing bugs. Right, but... <laughs> they just keep going forever. <laughs> Too much oxygen. <laughs> you just chop all of its legs off and its legs just crawl around like Mr. Potato Head. Oh, God. <laughs> now we're really From Toy Story, if yeah. You're, if you're going to go back then, I would say pick, pick a bottle of dial with you. It'll... Destroy their exoskeleton or diatomaceous earth. Just oh, a whole yeah. bunch of that, and wait five minutes while it goes into effect. Hoping you get five minutes time. Yeah, that oh, stuff's yeah. good for bugs. Yeah, get a bait like that, <laughs> yeah. and then eat them and kill Cover them. Cover yourself in diatomaceous earth. <laughs> Make sure you don't inhale any. They'll take a bite yeah. out of you. Ugh. That's true. Yeah, they might be learning to when you have you'd be just crawling with. Ugh. Ugh. And yeah, they'd all die off of you, but you'd still have to deal with. Yeah, Lyra, it doesn't sound good, does it? But diatomaceous earth is made from the fossils of ancient animals, so basically you're using it on themselves that they're going to turn into later on. So oh, but then, oh, full Mufasa style. And they may not style. exist if you destroy them. They may not exist. Exactly. Oh, jeez. So you're this saying is... full Mufasa when they die, the animals become the grass, <laughs> and the antelope eat the grass. And the... Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When we die, the animals become the earth. We may destroy your own weapon. <gasps> yeah. <Okay. laughs> 
Okay, so, uh, yeah, this giant-ass millipede, as well as the the cream de la scum, I guess, of, of all this. Uh, so, yeah, it's the length of a small car. <laughs> 13 feet. Like, that's... And also, it was surprisingly thick, too. It was around two feet wide. Okay. So, uh, meaning this thing had a presence that could not be ignored, no matter how badly you wanted to. I mean, that's bigger than, that's bigger than us, while me. Yeah, it's... It's way too big. Uh, also, some paleontologists think it could even rear up like a snake. Yeah, I'm worried about that. Yeah. That's scary. And if it's true, it could look you right in the eye. Token you. So, nope. Nope to all of it. Can't it more than look you in the eye, though? If it's. You said it's 13 feet long. Yeah, but it, 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 there's only, it likes to leave a lot of it still on the ground oh, in order okay. to keep yeah, support two, itself two up. Two thirds. Two yeah. thirds. Okay, that's the proportion that has to stay on the ground. Okay. Yeah, so. So, nope, 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 nope to all of it. Sure, this thing is herbivorous like most modern millipedes, but who cares? Burn it, I say. I mean, with all that oxygen, the air is ripe for burning. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're ready. Bring my trusty lighter. Yes. Uh, so, if they ever invent a time machine for paleontological research like Nigel Marvin, uh, the, there was not an amount of money high enough you could pay me to go back to the Carboniferous period. Yeah. Also, you'd probably need to get your own tank, too, there, because I'm assuming that much oxygen might also be deadly for you. That as dinosaur is attacking again. Yeah, he's, she's going for the throat of Jake. Jake, are you okay? I can't talk. <laughs> oh, no. I got a beak to the neck. Oh, no, oh, no she's attacking your beard. <laughs> I paid, what, 200 bucks an hour to this last week at the... Uh, you can just do it for free. Man, man, right? play. I need to do the Ow. No. Yeah, she's... Oh, hey, Lyra, stop that. No. No. Bad dinosaur. Bad dinosaur. <laughs> I'll take you back to the Carboniferous period if you keep this up. <laughs> Are you carrying it right here? Okay, so now we come to everyone's favorite part of the show, I'm assuming. I don't know. We haven't had any listeners to this yet. Actually, no, we have. I just... Well, I haven't... I haven't okay. Well, even though you might be listening to this after the show is well underway, I actually haven't released any of them yet. I'm just recording a bunch on those spots. Peek behind the curtain, listeners. Yes, look at so, him being all prepared. But I'm assuming this will be everyone's favorite uh, part of the show, where we rate the animal 1 out of 65 million for whatever reason. It doesn't have to be objective or anything. All in this instance, I'm going to rate it negative 500 trillion. Nope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I can't really beat that, so I'm just going to do, like, a 10... Let's do 10 million. Just because yeah. I feel like it could be, like... It's got to be good for the other things in the environment. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's got to be beneficial somehow, otherwise it wouldn't have existed. I guess that's true. So it's true. benefiting someone, even though I think it's just Okay. Uh, well, I guess there might be creepier things. Like, we might at one point cover those spiders the size of your head. Oh, there you go. So that'd yeah. be... So I'll, I'm going to no, give it... No, but for me, this is worse than the spider. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. See, me, I'm more of an arachnophobic. But you're right, though, with the, uh, with the environment stuff. So I'm going to give it a two. Okay. Not two million. Just, just two. Just two. two. <laughs> wow. So. And I like insects. I mean, the one thing it's I It's not like, an insect, though. It's a, it's in the millipede. It's, I like arthropods. Yeah. yeah. Oh, aren't you so, snow white over there? I like all creatures. Except for mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. Mosquitoes can go to hell. You're those. They feed birds. Like the one on your finger. Yeah, yeah. Who just well, pooped on your hand, by the way. That's okay. <laughs> poop after plucking my beard. I don't know, there's no sexy factor for a, 
That's true. We talked about before about the sexy factor. Negative sexy factor. Yeah, the negative sexy factor. Okay, that's another feed. I mean, speed has to be pretty good. I mean, it might be pretty. I mean, well, with all those legs, it has to keep track of all of them, though. Highly coordinated, though. Uh, Okay, good. So it's got good aerobics. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, it might be able to roll into a ball. Like, well, no, that's not roly poly. It's It's not roly poly. It's too long. Yeah. Unless it was like a fruit roll up. (laughs) (laughs) True. I don't think the science supports that, but sure. No. I'm going to go for an EV 2.75 million. Whoa, already breaking the rating scale. <laughs> again, for a millipede. Is this the hill Wait, you want to die on, Jake? What was the scale again? 65 million. Out of 65 million. Out of 65? 2.75. 2.75. That's a point. Little... I forgot the point. Didn't say loud. Oh, two, 2.75. Yeah, 2.75. Okay. So, so 2,750,000 out of 60. Yeah, not quite three. Cause well, I'm going to have to revise three. mine, though, because now I've rated it the highest, and I think I probably would like it the least. Okay, so you're going to rate it a one, then, because I got two. All right, one and a half. <laughs> one and a half out of 65 million. 1.675. <laughs> out of poor Arthur Plura. He's like, he's like a... Was it uh, Rodney Dangerfield? I don't get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. All right, so yep, that's it for the Paleo Bites this week. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can contact the podcast at mattd at matthewdonnellcreator.com, and you can find me on social media at matthewdonnellcreator on Facebook, at matthewdonnell64 on Twitter, and matthewdonnell64 on Instagram. Uh, if you also want to contact our co-host, you can forward it through that email too and be like, hey, Christina. I don't know. <laughs> Like millipedes. They're good. I mean, if you give me some, like, good arguments for it, like, I, yeah, I'm exactly. open. Change my mind. Okay, yeah, yes. We <laughs> dare you listeners to change her mind on Arthropleura. Okay. Um, if you're interested in writing, I have another podcast, The Ritwit, where the two twits talk about writing, but, and by two I mean this other co-host, that uh, uh, Matt David, who has decided he will not be on the show, but I understand. He, he's not as cool as you are, Christina. Oh, he's busy. He's yeah, doing fun things in Japan. Uh, you know? I suppose that's true. Okay, fine. We still love him. Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> okay, and uh, from one best, one of your best friends to another gotta, one of my I best friends. I gotta friend. defend the other best. Friend. I guess that's true. Okay, fine, fine. He's all right. He's pretty good. <laughs> I'll keep him. I guess. Uh, anyways, uh, I have a also have a a, a dinosaur sci-fi on Amazon called Megazoic, uh, uh, available for print and Kindle. Go search for it on Amazon and. Buy it, leave a rating if you want. Support my work. Support the show. It'd be great, everyone. All right. Uh, and as we see it, say at the end of every episode, roar? I don't know. We could do our, let's do our best dinosaur roars. Roar! Oh. <laughs> That's Since like, we don't really know what dinosaur sounds like, I guess we can do whatever we want. Actually, I think, so. I actually, it won't work because I, I remember hearing that they actually don't think they roared anymore. They don't have the right level oh. thing. They might have like chirped like like, like a bird. Oh, okay. That's my best dinosaur roar. How about you? Beep, beep. <laughs> Can you imagine a T-Rex <laughs> stomping towards you, looking at you, looking around? Beep, 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 You're like, oh my god, I can't be afraid of that. And then just chomp. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, my <laughs> <bed>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what was that? Ancestors are calling. Anyways, bye. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.